I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JV. That's what I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. always kill me like i'm sitting here at 10 o'clock and then i'm like yeah i know it's right it's 10 o'clock by you it's tuesday i close so i forgot i so i couldn't leave early but unfortunately there was traffic you know as usual but here i am all right well uh we have these glasses just aren't working sorry (laughs) my old ones I'm so due for a new prescription. It's not even funny. Um, we are uh, lucky enough to have uh, Georgia Patterson on the show tonight, who is a, an Americana country singer from South Wales. Yeah, I listened to her okay. stuff. Love it. Yeah, good stuff. She is also a BBC Wales, uh, BBC Radio Wales uh, A-plus artist, if you uh, noted. I read that on the website. And she's worked with uh, some really interesting producer so i think this is going to be a fun chat i'm looking forward to it me too me too yeah she should be here any minute so in the meantime saturday we went to the brighton gin distillery for gin school and i love the pictures yeah that was so fun like it really turned out to be a super fun thing to do and you know i it it was so interesting first of all the science behind it was incredible Uh but our teachers Rachel and Jordan were fantastic. Rachel was like super bouncy and excitable and Jordan <laughs> was very like technical. And, <laughs> and um, yeah, they they played off of each other very well, but it was just a perfect day for it. Like the sun was out, it was breezy. We were down by this, you know, by the seaside kind of. We took a train um, straight there so we could drink. <laughs> samples couple of samples yeah, while doing it. yeah as soon as you walk in they give you a brighton gin uh tonic <laughs> with a, a slice of fresh orange it was so good so refreshing um but you know they lay out like all the botanicals like you know and it's stuff you would never think of that you would want in your alcohol but it's it all <laughs> works you know i mean gin obviously juniper berries are mm-hmm. the main component but angelica root and marshmallow root which doesn't smell or taste at all like marshmallow oddly enough it's very earthy really? uh, you know uh citrus peels you know lime orange lemon verbena uh all they just lay them all out in front of you and they explain the whole process and then you get your own little distiller that's like this big uh. <laughs> And you make a bottle of gin that is incredible. So we, this was our batch. I love that. I love a little uh, Brighton seaside street lamp that looks a little funky, but it's down by the beach. And, um, but the thing was like, so you get your, you pick your flavor profiles for your own gin 
doesn't have to be like theirs. You can do whatever you want. And then you do the distilling process and then you get to make your label, wash your bottle, which was so fun because it's with alcohol and you just turn it upside down, sprays the bottle, like sanitizes it. And then wow. you go wax it. Like that machine. Yes, <laughs> I know. I did my own wax dip. So it was just a really enjoyable educational day. <laughs> did you design the label? I did. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yes. Drew that or did they give you I drew it? it. I drew it with they give you a big thing of markers and pens. And I drew oh. it. But they also give you the stamp and the uh, gin thing on the back. So it was just really, really a, a cool day. You know, ended with fish and chips, back on the train, home with a nice buzz. Couldn't ask uh, for anything better. Really, really good Saturday. So yeah, <laughs> I have to say that was probably uh, one of the more enjoyable Saturdays that we've had. So it, it just worked out well. It was fun. So, um, yeah, that was, it was, you did a little bit of, where were you? You were at Uncle Mike's or something. I don't even. Yeah, it was a busy weekend. I didn't really do any like thing I would normally do on the weekend, like around the house or anything, but yeah, we, same here. I had a baby shower, a family oh, right, baby right, shower yeah. on Saturday, which you know how much I love baby showers and all those. Right there with you. I would so rather long. cut off a finger. Yeah. <laughs> And it was in Miami and I drove my mom and my sister. And then um, we went to see Julia Scotty, who is a transgender woman comedian. Right. And she was hysterical. She was so funny. Most of her, she's older. So most of her, she's 70, wow. maybe 75. So her comedy is a lot about getting older and it's just Perfect. funny, just funny stuff. So I hope we get her on the show. I got to meet her and she wants to be on the show and uh, I'm go I'm in touch with her, her agent. So that. Oh, and good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. And she was funny and she was very gracious. I got to take a picture with her and meet her before the show started. Oh, and nice. You could believe it. I got there early. Uh, no, I can't. That. I can't believe that. <laughs> racing back from Miami, um, I I was the one that got the ticket, so no one could get in without me. So being responsible, I got there early, and um, and then we did uh, Dan O'Brien, who's the guitar player in my band at the moment. Um, he but we played. He's played in my band for years, on and off now. Um, but for years, he was my guitar player in my band. He has Parkinson's and he's been really fighting it like a warrior. 10 years now it's been, mm. he was diagnosed 10 years ago and he okay. had a brain and it was an, ex, it's experimental, but it's not so much experimental. Now they're doing them more. Um, it's something they put in your brain and you, he can actually control the tremor, control it for his tremors with his phone. Oh, wow. So it's amazing technology and he is still playing. I mean, he's, he sits down when he plays, yeah. he played with me at pride. You saw right. him play with me at yeah. pride. So this was a huge benefit for his foundation. He started a nonprofit to raise money. Oh, that's fantastic. And one last, big hearts. a big weekend, but one last thing I did not get my couch yet. Cause it didn't fit in the elevator. 
So <laughs> I still don't have a couch. This is my oh, no. couch from the other room, but it's not, it's tiny. Um, yeah. So there's, they were going to try to get it here on Thursday. They're going to try to bring it up the steps with three guys. Yes. Nice. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh, wow. Yeah. $250 more for the delivery. Wow. Special delivery. <laughs> that sucks. Well, let's welcome Georgia. Let's see if she can get set up and get on here. That'd be amazing. Hi, Denise. Hi, JD. How are you guys? We're really good. We're just, we were just talking you up. We were. <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah, cool. Yes. Yes. I, uh, I did a little, you know, a little background research. Not usually, I don't normally do this, but you know, I, I, I felt after I listened to your music, I was like, I need to know a little more. Um, yeah. And I think the thing that struck me most was like, you're on uh, your BBC Radio Wales A plus artist list. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. They're really supportive, actually, um, Radio Wales with a lot of us, you know, local artists. And yeah, it's just great to get on the BBC, you know, and get get that sort of exposure. So, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredible. And I, um, I saw that uh, featured in Diva magazine, too. Huge plus right there for oh, our LGBTQers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Diva, yeah, yeah, they're amazing. They're like our curve magazine over here, Jay. It's yeah. Big. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I follow um, Life of Riley, the um, oh, Linda, yeah, Linda Riley, yep, Riley, the, the, um, out and about, out and about all the time. Yeah, and, I follow uh, her page on Instagram. I also read uh, some of the people that you work with, yeah, some producers and stuff, like really big names, incredible. You know, Melanie C's producer, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been really lucky with that, actually. Yeah, that's a guy called um, Greg Haver, who's um, like an award-winning producer. He lives, I think, out in New Zealand now, but he's a, a Welsh guy, and um, he's worked with loads of my, my favourite Welsh bands as well. I don't know if you guys would be aware of, like, um, Catatonia and the Manic Street Preachers. Um, maybe <laughs> not so big, yeah, so yeah. big. Side. but yeah he's worked with loads of kind of a-list people and that was a long time ago actually that was like at the start of um I guess my career when I worked with Greg and yeah it was it was kind of overwhelming actually because Catatonia um who you haven't heard of but were one of my favorite bands growing up and I was advertising for a band my first band and on the advert, I'd said, you know, influences, you know, you list a few bands, don't you, to kind of give an idea. Yeah. And um, I then had a phone call from this, this um, the drummer from Catatonia's wife. But she didn't say, she just said his name. And it's the kind of band where everybody knows the front woman, but not so many, like the rest of the band are not that famous. Do you see right, what I mean? Right, right. And I knew his name. So she was like, she said on oh, my partner, Aled Richards. And I was like, what? Not from Catatonia. Like, yeah. So that was ended up nearly like my first recording studio was with Aled from Catatonia, like one of my favorite, because they just split up, you see. That's right. Uh, available. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
and with Greg Haver in, in this like amazing studio called Mono Valley in Wales, which again, like loads of amazing people have recorded there. And I was like, I don't know, 21 <laughs> and just, yeah, just a bit overwhelmed. And it's like, yeah, but Greg did his thing and um, yeah, it was very cool. That's a heck of a kickoff to your career right there. Yeah, it's kind of been all downhill since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really. Not really, but yeah, that was a great, a great start for sure. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's, um, I, what my, do you guys think actually? Can I just ask, what do you think of me wearing my own? I love it. There's nothing wrong with okay. something. Is it cringy? Honestly, is no, it cringy? No, not oh, at all. I love uh, it. Yeah. I wear my stuff. Yeah. Oh, do you? Okay. That's, that's really good to know. It's like my Thing, whenever I'm doing like a music thing it's almost like my uniform now it's like get the Patterson t-shirt on because you know to to try and you know tell people who I am yeah, you know yeah, you gotta get it, it out there again, you know yes, I feel totally. like maybe one day it'll change and other people will be wearing it but I was like isn't it just a bit cringy no no not okay not you tell me right is what say that again be honest with me right I would be totally honest with you. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah you. totally. I would do it. I mean, honestly, if we had remix shirts, I would wear it. Oh, right? you I'm not promoting the Gilmore Girls, but it was a <laughs> nasal kind of weekend. So I kind of like went with the theme here. But um, I was wearing the bracelet, the re rainbow remix bracelet last night. So Oh, there you go. Oh, cool. Yeah, you bracelets. Yeah. yeah, we got bracelets for, for Pride. I was back in Florida at the end of March where JD is. And she was playing uh, at West Palm Beach Pride. So um, we got some, she got us rainbow remix bracelets to, to give away. So I was working the crowd while she was performing. <laughs> I was giving out bracelets while she was performing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. great. Teamwork. Oh, Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> that's actually really interesting because I, I need to get some merch. Like at the moment, wow. I've got like just some really old CDs because I, when I first started releasing music, I released it just as my full name, Georgia Patterson. So, so I'm Georgia, but now I kind of did a, did a rebrand. Um, straight up Patterson. Patterson. Yeah, which kind of seemed like a good idea at the time. I don't know why it's just a bit confusing because now when I meet people, I don't know whether to say I'm Georgia or I'm Patterson or, but I'm going with it. I'm going with it um, <laughs> for now. But I was, I was going to email you and say, what do we call you? Yeah. I, was yeah. Like, I read on the website and everything and I just, you know, introduced you before we started saying that we were having Georgia Patterson on the show. But I know that your your website is wearepatterson.com. Yeah, so it's yeah. like the artist name is Patterson. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to go with. Yeah, but it does get confusing, like I said, because I don't even know when I do things like this, if I should just be like Georgia or... It's like, do you know Callahan? She's like, uh, I think she just uses her surname. And I'm well, like... You know, it is, like, it is just, a little bit. You know, the idea was... I don't know what the idea was. Anyway. Are we all following in like Adele's footsteps? It's funny because yeah. I think I've, I've been, George, I was just Georgia at one point as well. So like I've been Georgia, I've been Georgia Patterson, now I'm Patterson. I just want to do it all. Um, yeah, but I was thinking I do need to get some new merch and like what's a good thing to get because I have got a few pride gigs coming up. Um, oh, perfect. So maybe I should go for like the bracelets thing. 
Yeah, like, people like the bracelets. Are they those sort of like um the rubbery yeah rubbery one? Yeah, yeah, wow. rainbow and we just you can put your own lettering on it and uh yeah, yeah we did we did that. And then uh, Jay, I always like the idea of especially because you guys are musicians. Mm -hmm. I always like the idea of guitar picks. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm getting some guitar picks done. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I what do you find goes down the best then, JD, of your of your merch? Uh, I the t-shirts are tough because of the sizes. You know, like yeah. I've done t-shirts, and when I toured, I was uh, touring the military bases, and I was playing. Um, you know, I was bringing these t-shirts, like tubs of them. And everyone says, get large and extra large. No one really, don't get too many smalls, don't get too many mediums. And what do you think everybody wanted? Smalls and mediums. Because <laughs> I just don't know. So I like caps, mugs, the bracelets. The bracelets are super affordable. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I forgot what I paid for 100. I think we got 100 or 150. Um, and then you could just go, I got them on Amazon and you could just go on and tell, put your lettering, you, what you oh. want on them, personalize them. Uh, if you want, I can send you the link to where I got them, but that was here. I don't know if you want to get them from the UK. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, I'm sure you could get them there. So, and then I had one time I had, uh, G strings because <laughs> I have one of my songs mentions a G string. And so I got these G-strings made. The song the name of the song is Up to No Good. So it said Up to No Good on the front of the G-string. I saw that on your Instagram, actually. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, that is oh, cool. Huge sellers. People like that. But um, I think I remember, JD, I think I remember you giving us some of those. And <laughs> when we did live events, we would make people like dance for them. Uh, I like give that. Give them away like a prize. Like if they did like... All the merchandise that we used to get when I did my old podcast, because like when we would have musicians on or whatever, they would, you know, send us CDs or send us some of their merchandise. We had a big bin and we collected all that stuff. And we always like kept one for ourselves. But then with the excess, we would give them away as prizes when we <laughs> like games and stuff when we'd host yeah. things or, you know, like, you know how when you're hosting like like I would host at Elfest mm -hmm. when I when I got over here and in between bands there's that little bit of downtime and you don't want people to leave right so you right. do like contests to keep them to keep them there <laughs> and like that's when we would give away merchandise you know and it was just yeah, the greatest yeah. yeah the things people do for a t-shirt though let me tell oh, you yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that's the prize winning you know that's that that is the old yeah yeah <laughs> i still have people that uh will every now and then message me and ask me if i have any because they've worn out their mlr t-shirts and they want new ones yeah. and um, we had a uh interpreter on on stage with us and we you know gave her a t-shirt for for all the nasty stuff we would <laughs> make her smile <laughs> for yeah and um and she got ended up on, uh, and I'm sure you know this show, Georgia, uh, Come Dine With Me. Yeah. So she ended up on that show and she wore our t-shirt the entire time. Oh, so It's cool. like the best advertising to be able to watch her on TV <laughs> with our shirt on was fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. so she's the one person that when she says, uh, 
my shirt got worn out. Can I have another one? I will find a shirt. I will give her one of my own. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, t-shirts are the are a winner, but they are so difficult to please everyone. Yeah. yeah. I was just gonna oh. say, like, what about CDs like these days? Do you I guys give away a lot of your CDs? CDs? Like, That's always my question nowadays, too. I give them away as like promotional because okay. most people don't have CD players in their cars anymore here. Like I'm looking at an older car and or your I, computer. Yeah, because even times when yeah. I give them away, people will be like, I don't have anything to play it on. Yeah. But or the computer. That's true. But I still give them out and I, I'll put them out in a in a basket, you know, or something, or like I have an old suitcase, an old timey suitcase I got. And I'll leave them out and I'll be like, just take one. And then I always say, it's probably kind of cheesy. My gift is my song. And these are for you, like the Elton John song. You know? um, okay. And then yeah. kind of as a thank you for coming to the shows, you know. Um, and that could be along with the merch because I, I have a friend that actually does merch. That's her job. And she will tie it in with a purchase. So if you purchase a bracelet, you'll get the CD. Uh, Okay, you know, like a, a t-shirt you'll get the cd and or a bracelet and cd yeah so that's always good too i mean when because i've got some new music ready to come out i just started sort of i recorded it finished recording it last year and this year i'm just like right i'm gonna get it out there because yeah. i tend to be very inconsistent and procrastinate an incredible amount so I'm like, I'm doing it, I'm getting it released. So obviously I'm just releasing it digitally so far, but I'm trying to decide now, should I actually do an album, actually get like physical CDs made? I've got old CDs, which like you said, I, I've been kind of given out or sometimes I try and sell or, you know, or say, or if you join my mailing list, you can have a free CD. Right. But I'm like, go moving forward now, is it worth like getting them made is or is it you know they say don't they just to release singles digitally and just keep pumping it yeah. out i mean i think yeah. that's what people are doing i mean cds are kind of they're a tough sell yeah you know, they I, are. Like, I, mean, it. I think it's a it's a rough go with cds because mm -hmm. i struggle you know like if somebody gives me a cd it's like you don't want to sound ungrateful and say no thank you mm -hmm. But you take it and you go, what am I going to do with this? Like, I can't play it. You know what to do with it. Yeah. And it's because like, you know, there's no more liner notes and pictures. Yeah, and that's stuff. what I like. I yeah. really like all that. I miss it? that. I do. I miss that a lot. So yeah. I don't know. That, there are people that will give out um, digital, like, they look like a little flash drive, you know, a little zip drive. Yeah. Um, they make that too. Um but I've struggled with that too. How do you get your music out? And, you know, when people don't have CDs and unless you're handing out these little flash drives. Is it more maybe like about promoting the website where like driving them to a website where they can download the song? Yeah, you, know, you can do pay, that. You know, pay wow. for the song, but drive yeah. them to the website because that's where your liner notes are now. Right. And your information are. So I okay. would probably say it'd be worth it to i mean i don't do you think people even download though do they just stream yeah because you'd have I to download a lot of music on my phone like i download a lot of okay. shit yeah okay yeah i got like shower playlists i got car playlists <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
yeah, I have like a lot of, you know, I think people, you know, are, um, that's where they're, that's where they yeah. see the music, you know? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Like you're it. on those, those sites, right? That like Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, you're on the, all of those? Yeah. So yeah, that's probably the best way to just lead people to that. Yeah, um, or your website, like I said, or the website, uh, because, you know, the, the great thing about having a website is that you can update it. So if you are putting out a new song and there's a little something about it that you want people to know, you know, that's the place where you're going to be able to, to share that, you exactly. know, if you're not on stage yeah. singing it and, you know, and giving a little insight, but that's where all your, you know, your info, whether it be, you know, you know, who wrote it, who produced it, you know, a little bit of info on it and, you know, uh, you know, to share it with people, that's where, I think, you know, yeah. because a lot of times I will, I will download music on my laptop and then I will, you know, transfer it to my phone. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I, you know, if it's something I really, really, really want instantly, you know, I'm always shazamming shit from commercials, <laughs> you know, like shazam it and then like download it on my phone. And then I have it on my phone. Uh, yeah. But you know, like when you're really like digging into something, I think like driving people to a website where they can find your story, your information, Right. Um, you know, and who, who you collaborated with and everything is a great way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So I something was just going to say, because um, you mentioned Alfest, I did play at Alfest. Um, did you? Yeah, a little while ago now. And it, it doesn't exist anymore, does it? They've stopped No, it I think this was the last year for it. Uh, uh, 20, okay. Or, or July 2022, I think, was the okay. last one. Um, so you I used to the, like I did the first stage. five. I, I only did the first five. Okay. I didn't do the last five because I felt the vibe changing a little bit. And uh, I felt like I might've been a little bit too old, too mature for, <laughs> for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. I mean, I, I can't remember what year it was, but it may have been like 2015, even something like that. As long ago as that, that I was there. Uh, back to my Georgia Patterson days. <laughs> if I didn't introduce you, uh, no. I, uh, so I did, you did all the introducing, did you? No, the first couple of years I did the main stage where I would introduce uh, the bands and stuff. Then okay. the third year I, I did like an acoustic tent or something. I think. Yeah, that was that was. Oh, okay, that's why because I was always on the main stage, uh, but I always knew okay. what was going on on the acoustic stage. But I, I'm really good friends with Lucy and Mandy from Eek. Okay. And they were the music directors in uh, 2013, and then I brought all my American contingency over. And like we blasted, <laughs> we blasted people with merchandise and we were on the main stage and we were doing games and we were, it was really, really fun. And then the, uh, the following year was the year that Cindy asked me if I wanted to do the cinema, which I really did not want to, but I had so many friends in the business that had web series and that were starting like, uh, uh, LGBTQ uh, streaming platforms for original content. So it ended up working out because I was able to bring over uh, Kristen Baker one year and then Jill Bennett another year. So I did the cinema two years and I brought over some really good people um, for that. And then I think the last year I hosted a lip sync event that was so fun that I really wish that we would have thought about it four years before. <laughs> because it was just so fun, you know, like just 
bring me your phone with the song that you want. We'll plug it in and you get up there and do your thing. And people were like into it, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But that was like the last, the last year. And I think, you know, the thing of it is too, it, it sounds so stupid to say over here because it's such a small little Island that we're all on, but it was just a bit too far. <laughs> you know, it's very small. Like it's seriously it's like 800 miles or something, right? 1200 <laughs> way, 800 another way. It's very small, but it was just too far to go for uh, very little. It was, it was a lot of input for very little output for me. I didn't, I didn't get a lot of listeners from it anymore. I was, you know, it, it just was a lot of work for not, yeah. not a big payoff. Um, so yeah. And like I said, I started feeling like a little bit too old. It seemed like a younger Younger okay. crowd was coming in. It was getting a little bit more, um, you know, about the the drinking at night and the, you know, dance parties and who was in whose tent and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, mm. yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be in a tent. I would, I always ask for a hotel room. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was, it was fun. You know, those first five years were like amazing fun. Like I've made, you know, lifelong friends that I still love to see and catch up with. And again, the exposure to the, to music, um, you know, all the different bands like Grey Matter and Eek and, mm-hmm. and the Laura Catlow, uh, you know, like just a bunch of people that I now like follow religiously and, and, uh, and I just, you know, love their stuff. So, you know, it was a great experience. Really, really fun. Yeah. You know, you said you're playing a couple of Pride Fests this year. Where do you where do you play? Where do you you will you go anywhere? Uh yeah, pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. I mean, I guess I suppose you do have to like um with the cost of living and all that, cost yeah. of living crisis and petrol and you know, everything is so expensive. So you've got to be a little bit, you know, aware of all that. But yeah. I think I'm sort of at the, I think my philosophy at the moment is if it's somewhere where I can play my own songs, because yeah. I have worked um, just as a covers musician, you know, that was just my full-time job singing covers, because obviously that's the easiest way to make a right. living out of music, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but it's just not, it was fun, but it's just not really what I want to do. Um, I'm like my songwriting is the main the main thing for me so it's like if if I can play my own songs um yeah then I'm there that apple song that apple song is so (laughs) catchy it's so catchy and it's it sticks in your head the first time you hear it for a lot of different reasons a lot of different reasons it's it's super sexy it's super provocative and I played it for my wife before she went upstairs and she said, I can't believe that like that I, I can I can hear that in like an episode of the L word. Like oh, that that would be, can you imagine? Right. Right. That would be so cool. But yeah, it's one of those it's I, I mean like it's it's one of those songs that will stick with you. Yeah. And thank you for sending the lyrics too, because that was a fun read. <laughs> well do you know what? I it's I've been playing it live and it's a little bit controversial and I sort of, I feel like I'm too close to it. I feel like I can't judge it anymore, you know, because I wrote it, I'm finding yeah. it hard yeah. to judge. So I just thought it might be fun to get like 
some outside opinion because yeah, I think some, it... people, some people are like, they find it really uncomfortable. They think it's like too far. Um, I think it would have depended on the people think it's tame. Right? Like, and like I played, a, I played a, fast, a local festival here and it was like there were children there. When it's like family friendly. Yeah, but they're not going to have the, the same oh, thoughts that we're going to have, are they? I, that's what I think. You see, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. But my wife is like, oh, I don't think you can play it if there's children there, you know? And a friend of mine is like, oh, it's just filth. It's like, you know, oh, it's, just, it's just too far. I it's think a bedroom it's, song. it's a boudoir song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then some people are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's subtle, you know, compared to some of the pop songs. And rap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? So, yeah, I think but in I comparison got, to other things, stuff, like, yeah, it's it's tame. Have, yeah, but I have got a, one gig I'm doing. It's a thing in Cardiff called the Big Queer Picnic. It's oh, sort cool. of on the same day as Pride Cymru, which is like the big uh, sort of commercial yeah. vibe, but It's a sort of alternative. Um, and they sent me a message. So I sent them, like, a link to my EPK thing on my website, which has got, like, an apple on there. And then they said, sent a message saying it has, it all has to be family friendly. Like, you know, and I'm like, does that mean, is, I just don't know if that song is family friendly or not. Because my friends like, they'll never play that on the radio. It's filthy. I think they would play that. I I think they would do an amazing remix on Gadio and play it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah, I really do. (laughs) I think like. It's family friendly. Like, I like. I still think if if it's a queer family, I still okay. think that their kids are not going to be thinking on that level. Yeah, maybe the I adults think, will, but I, I don't think, think they're going to put their hands over their kids' ears. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know. But it's like well, I used to do it. I used to do like um a live stream. Like I used to call it Thursday night music club. You know, during lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I try to do it well as regularly as I do anything. You know, I'm very inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, when I used to do that song, like friends used to, a friend of mine used to watch it with her parents, um, kind of elderly parents. And when I did that song, she would turn the volume down so that <laughs> I've got to listen to this song. I didn't. I missed that one because I just uh, okay. Yeah. I think the line, the line that seems to, is the chorus, and it says, um, "You, I want to eat like an apple." Yeah. Which I think is fine. And then I think the line that people makes them uncomfortable is feel your juice run down my chin. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that's the one that I right. wrote to my wife. See, I don't think a kid would get that anyway. I don't, like, you know, right? so, I don't think I do, a kid would get it. No. I'm no. gonna listen I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna listen when we're done. I'll put it on the end of this. Do you want me to put it on the end of the podcast? Yeah, definitely. Can we put it on the end of yeah. the podcast? Yeah. 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 Why that's good. I want it to be, you know, I want it to be like sensual and sexy and authentic. Exactly. And that's what, that's like totally the feel I got from it. You got yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want it to be like too graphic and like too much and almost becomes like a, like a novelty song. Oh, that's the one about, you know. Right. No, but you know what? I was just thinking, you know, when we're sitting here talking about that kind of stuff in the eighties, when Prince put out Darling Nikki, and radio stations wouldn't play it. It made people want to listen to it more. Yeah, you know? and it drove right. It drove people right to the record store. Whether you were buying a single cassette 
or you're buying the whole album or whole CD or whatever, it was because you wanted to hear that song that was being banned. It's just like a, a banned book. You're going to search for that book until you find it. So right. people are saying that that it's um, it's too racy, you know, for for a family or whatever. You know, it's gonna it's gonna make those other people want to hear it and and judge for themselves. You know, so yeah. whether they're judging or they're listening because they're interested, either way, <laughs> it's a listen. You know, it's a yeah. yeah. it's a listen. And it's something that, that will get people talking. And that's what I like about it is that you can have an actual conversation about the song. Like we used to with Darling Nick. What do you think that means? What do you think? You know, like all that kind of stuff. You were, you're doing your own interpretation of it. But a kid is not going to do that. Yeah. You know, I just don't yeah. see a kid like saying, mom, what does that mean? Yeah, we eat apples. Yeah, they drip down our chin. <laughs> read any more into that, you know? I have a line in one of my songs. The song is about the music business, really about like, I was so like frustrated at one point, I called it my last reason, the song. And it was like, but I wrote it like a relationship lead, but it's like, okay. this is, as I said, if this, if I can't like get momentum, this is the last CD I'm doing. Of course, that was like, I did four more after that, but like, <laughs> I felt at that moment and this is it and I'm done. And yeah. so I had a line that said, um, I, I gave away my freedom the day I tasted you. And it's just, I wrote the line to sound sexy because it was, a, it sounded like it was, uh, it was a relationship song for the rest of the lyrics, but it was about getting that taste of being on stage and having people like your music and your work and writing music and getting that energy back. So that's what that really was for. Like it was the, that taste of, of that, you know, of the yeah. of making music, but people didn't take it that way, obviously, because I wrote it as a, as a, you know, relationship song. Cause it was like, I, I, um, cause there were other lines in it that said, um, uh, my passion turned to pain, but it was the passion of, and the reality about the music business. So, but so when I said that in the show that I, I did a show of, of all original music in October, I was so excited to get to do that because I have to, I do the covers too. When I do shows, I mix them in. And I told the people about that song and my guitar player is like, well, now you just ruined that song for me. Because <laughs> I always thought that was a really sexy song and you took all the sexy out of it because you just told me what it's really about. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that's the uh, that's what I mean. I do think that any song or you know lyrics of a song or whatever that get people talking, yeah. you know. I um, um, look at uh, look at how it went with um. Oh my God, Carly Simon! How long did it go that people were like, "You're so vain" is about Mick Jagger? No, oh, it's right, about right. Beatty. No, it's about Mick Jagger. You know, like that was just uh, you know she. 40 years of people debating. She still of, didn't of say, right? Has what? she said that? She still hasn't said still, I don't think she ever said it. No. She ever said it. But I that's mean, what I mean. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, I mean, I did a gig in a church. Um, oh, well. A friend of mine. <laughs> and she's the friend that, that thinks it's like, she calls it filth. <laughs> of course. She said, she asked me not to do it. In the ah, church. Okay, that I, I love okay. You to come and support me in this gig. Um, 
but please don't do this song. And actually we went through my songs and there was a, there was a few I couldn't do. There was like three or four, um, but like that one particularly. And I'm like, well, it's not, of course I didn't do it because I yeah. respect the wishes and you know, that's totally fine. And my wife is like, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I understand, you know, it's a church, but it wasn't yeah. a church service. It was a show that was in a church. Yeah, it's like landmine yeah. territory when you're performing in a church. It's already yeah. like you already got strikes against you being queer, right? You're walking into a church, everything's staying intact. <laughs> you know, the, the glass <laughs> the glass hasn't exploded, the walls okay. are still standing. The last thing you want to do is push it with yeah. one of song. So that's it. That's a whole different follow up. And I said, because I've recorded a different, um, uh, like an alternative version with slightly tamer lyrics. They haven't got the juice run down your chin and they haven't got the lick and suck and bite and squeeze and tease. They've got an alternative to that. And I said to her, can I do the alternative version? And she was like, no, it's just too, like, I guess, sexy. So, but. Yeah, see, that's. Yeah, I guess everybody has their. Yeah, that's a whole different line, relax. But know. I think for like music festivals, pride festivals, right? You know, yeah, queer venues, um, you know, uh, just uh, concerts that are mixed or whatever. Like, it's I, fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Totally. Yeah, yeah so. totally. I think yeah. so too. One last question about that song, though, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this isn't something I struggle with anyway for all of my songs, really is what genre is that song? I mean, it's, I'm sort of, I'm cis, I'm an acoustic, like my, all my stuff now that I've got recorded is all acoustic guitar based. So it's like acoustic singer songwriter. Some That's of my songs feel, feel yeah. a bit more country. I think the single I've got out at the moment, I mean, I thought it felt country. I was working with um, a songwriter. Do you guys know the band Texas? I've heard of them. Yeah, I haven't listened, but I've heard uh, of them. Not, not Little Texas, just Texas. Just, just Texas. Texas, yeah. No. So the no. guitarist from that kind of reviewed this song. I was like working with him as a mentor and he was like immediately said, I love it. It's a cool country ballad. This was my single that's out at the moment. Don't it feel good? Don't it feel good, and then, yeah. And then a radio station played it and said, well, she describes herself as a country singer, but this doesn't sound country at all to me. So I'm like, it's so difficult. And then I think everyone's got, it's so subjective. And then this song, Like oh. an Apple, I think is different again. Mm -hmm. I doesn't, it's not particularly country, I don't think. I just wondered how it, how it I didn't think it came across as country at all. I, in fact, when I heard it, I thought, oh, this is, this is outside of the country box because country oh, yeah. is a crossover, you know? I can't wait like, to know. hear it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Like, you know, I really like uh, it. If you, if you think about people like, you know, Shania Twain and, and Faith Hill and, you know, so crossed over into mainstream, you know, yeah. that there was a, a real blurry line to it, even Dolly Parton and um, Miley Cyrus. You know, mm -hmm. they blur that that country pop mainstream line very much. And then you have your hardcore people like Lainey Wilson and Gretchen Wilson and, you know, Martina McBride. They're never going to cross that line. Mm -hmm. right. So I think there's country, there's hardcore yeah. country, and then there's that crossover. Yeah. And I feel like you're yeah. right on that crossover where, like I said, if you had a... Um, um, 
I don't want to, I don't want to put anybody in a box here, but if you had a gay DJ, like remix that song, it would totally kill it in like clubs. So what remix it as in make it like put beats on it, make yeah. it like a. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, yeah, there you go. Do I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to, uh, when we're done here, I'm going to send you a name of, of one of my favorite Miami um, DJs, uh, Big Gay Bear, but uh, absolutely adorable. Uh, his name is Alex Faber, and he is, uh, he's been in Ibiza. He's been in Miami. He does every white party. He is just all over the map. He's so good. Um, but I'm, I'm sure, you, you know, there, there's somebody over here that's the equivalent but yeah. um, I think it would be pretty cool because he, um, when he sinks his teeth into to something, it's it's just amazing. And I've known him okay. since he was a cub, since he was a little cub. Cool. <laughs> now he's a big flashy DJ. Um, since he was a cub. Yeah, <laughs> but I do think that that's one of those songs that you like, Jay. When you played your um, your song that you turned into like a dance. Thing. And it, I think that it really surprised people because they don't expect it. I think Especially so. They're fans. They're fans of your music and you throw in a little something different. <laughs> um, I like that. I like when, when people do that. Yeah. It's like a, oh, moment. Yeah, people you know? were surprised about that. I recorded it so many years ago in a dance version, but it's a rock version on the CD. And it's like one of, it was for my first CD one of the first songs I, I wrote. And I said, why don't I do the dance version for Pride? I never performed the dance version live because I never had enough configuration, mainly a keyboard player in the band to do it. Okay. So um, I, I didn't, and then when I did have a keyboard player, that song was just so far in the back of my, you know, list of stuff that I just never did it. Now I think I'm gonna put it in the sets because- okay, yeah. And we liked it, it. gets a good response so yeah, yeah. I, think I think shaking people up a little bit is the new norm yeah yes you know? and i think if you yeah if you think like if i got it remixed and it would appeal to like the gay community like maybe gay men as well i mean yep oh, the yeah. gay, yeah. like the point of, yeah i mean i think the song is obviously it's important to me to be a woman singing it about a woman and I want that mm -hmm. to be out there and also like to be older and to be sexual as well yep. like, and also yeah. just a song about female sexual pleasure I don't think there's enough of them um right. <laughs> you're right. I, did, you're right I did sing it in um in London and a guy came up to me afterwards it was in a gay club and um he was like I'm so gay but your apples make me horny <laughs> He was like, I want, am I allowed to swear? That's a compliment you could get. That is a huge compliment. Can I, I swear? Oh my God. I don't know if it's better than that. Can I swear on this? Very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah he, he said, honestly, he's like, I wanted you to fuck me. And I am so gay. I am so wow. gay. But your apples that made me that horny. I'm telling you, like, like I, seriously, if this was like 2001, that would be on my sex tape CD, my sex, my bedroom okay. CD, you know? Okay, this is good. This is all good news, I reckon. This is yeah, all, totally. Yeah. So it's coming, out, it's coming out the end of May, like in time for Pride Month. I've been trying to find it. Where do I find that? Do I find this on your- Right to the email, man. Go right to the it's email. It's because it's not out yet. That's 
it's it's not on my um oh, I'm okay. not, yeah I'm, i was just i'm going to release it i think just at the end of may so it's out for june for pride oh, Month. okay because i've been trying to look for it okay ah, okay you could send it to me i'll put it on the end of the podcast yeah. I, did. <laughs> I didn't get that email from you uh when you said you sent me the samples of songs denise yes. I, didn't I don't know why but I looked up. Well, I'm I'm glad that you um you liked it anyway, Denise. Yeah. I totally did. I was really, I had my uh, things in while I was while I was sweeping cherry blossoms off my patio, and I was like, it <laughs> <laughs> stopped everything. Like really listened. Yeah. Then I listened to it a second time because I wanted to. I read off you know through the through the the lyrics a little bit, and I was just like. Well, what do we have here? Yeah. I feel like it would be good for, like you said, good, really good for a TV show. I mean, I do. Right can you imagine like a sex scene, queer or you know, like a queer spoke or, or a L word? Yeah. And, I mean, that would in the background. Still doing the L word though? Has that just? No, finished? I think it's over with now. But I, I just meant like, a, like a, it would be great for any sex scene, really. I mean, it doesn't. But mm -hmm. preferably yeah. to women, obviously, but. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine that guy like explaining to his boyfriend, listen to the song, listen to the song. <laughs> so cool. I did say it as well in a straight, a straight guy. Um, was just like blown away by it and then he said he was very drunk mind but then he said to me at the end oh it reminds me of the early days of my marriage oh the early days <laughs> kind of sweet <laughs> <laughs> and everything's all hot and sexy yeah and oh, it gets right. boring yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. oh it's boring the early days <laughs> it gets routine uh, you know but the, i, I, I like your your recording of hey soul sister and oh, thank you what, like, what were you singing in? You sang that in a different language? Oh, or, in Welsh. It? Yeah. Oh, I thought mm -hmm. it was Welsh. I wasn't sure though. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was impressive. I, I thought that was cool. Well, thank you. It was um, not that easy to, because um, there's a lot more syllables in Welsh. Oh, I didn't yeah. notice there's a lot more syllables to fit in and I'm only a learner like I did it in I love Welsh and I did it in school I did it for GCSE um I don't know do you guys does that make sense to you guys GCSE I understand it now because I've been living okay. over here but okay yeah um and yeah but I don't speak it fluently unfortunately I would love to one day hopefully I'll find the time to one day um, it does seem difficult like and I only know this because I was like so engrossed in um the Wrexham documentary oh cool yeah <laughs> and they were trying to learn Welsh words Ryan Reynolds yeah. and Rob McElhinney it's just the craziest thing isn't it and they yeah. just won the league haven't they they're being promoted oh my god it was mind-blowing yeah. I was so happy for them like I, because I followed the the documentary, you know, the behind the scenes thing. Like Jay, I don't know if you saw this on Disney. Um, it's it's about a, a football club from Wales that has just been in the in the lowest league, right? Like in the in the bottom <laughs> of the of all the leagues, and they you know like every year just stuck there, stuck there. And then Ryan Reynolds, you know, from um, Deadpool, mm -hmm. and uh, Rob McElhinney from Always Sunny in Philadelphia bought mm -hmm. the team 
Oh, and oh, they know yeah. nothing about football. So they're relying <laughs> on everybody, you know, to, to help them or whatever. But so it, it's been what, three years that they've been, sure, they, yeah. three years, they've put in millions. They've replaced the, the field, you know, the pitch that was $350,000 right there. They fixed the, the race course, uh, the stadium. And that was like, um, again, another like 500,000. They bought players, they bought, brought in coaches. And so after three years, they have been steadily getting better and better and better. And this year they finally won and they moved up into, is it, what yeah. is it? So I think where they were before, I think it's called like non-league and now they've moved up into the actual proper league, but I think it's division two. Right. I think it's like division two, then there's division one, then there's the championship, and then the and premier. then there's the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. All your so money. They got a ways to go, but it was what a yeah. Yeah, but they're yeah. at least in the same thing with those guys. Right. I think yeah. before they were called non-league, it's even lower, like it's not even in the proper league. <laughs> it's like you a know? backyard. It's like a backyard yeah. league. But yeah, it's just it was an incredible journey you know for everybody a learning experience for them so and random though like that those guys in old Wrexham, in like them. little old Wrexham in North Wales <laughs> and look what it's done for this city I mean it's it's really put it on the and map. they go to the games don't they yeah and like bring their wives and yeah, yeah. I think the video that I saw of that of, of the of the the big match that they won that sent them over the video was taken by Paul Rudd Oh, oh yeah, he was there drinking with them all. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah brilliant. And all, these, all these Hollywood types descending on Wrexham <laughs> in Wales, you know. Yeah, but yeah. it is uh, yeah, it's incredible. But but Random. the thing that got me was when they were trying to learn the language, and I was yeah. like, oh my god! Like I did Duolingo Italian on Duolingo for a month, and I'm like, oh, this is. <laughs> I grew up in an Italian household, so I already <laughs> had the background. I still no. don't do it. But when I was watching them try, I mean, just, I think they were doing a cooking show, which was even funnier because the lady was, was trying to teach them words about food <laughs> and everything, but yeah, it does, it's not, it doesn't roll off the tongue, you know? Yeah. It's not like. It's tricky. Yeah. Or, you know, it's, it is very tricky. I mean, it's, I feel like it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. Maybe, maybe not everyone feels like that about it. It's got a lot of harsh sounds, I suppose, hasn't it? A lot of like. And yeah, but even just like the dialect, not not the actual language, but the but uh, the Welsh dialect. Like I had a really hard time I, when I first moved here. I was binging on Gavin and Stacey. Oh my god, I love that program! And so I was like, so "What oh. are these words that they're saying?" You know, like so it was <laughs> yeah. a real exposure. Yeah like Barry Island and and all that kind of stuff. I think that was the backdrop. Then yeah. we watched Stella and I was a little bit more comfortable oh. with it, right? Mm -hmm. So that all takes place in fictional Pontaberry in, in Wales. Yeah, in the so, valleys. Yeah. So I live in the valleys. So it's sort of okay. like, yeah. Yeah, That's but I don't, fine. it was really uh, different for me because like I'm just in South London. So I only mm -hmm. know that, you know, that dialect, but then, yeah, yeah. The more I got around in the 10 years that I've been here, 12 years I've been here, I go to Birmingham. I don't understand anybody. Newcastle. I went to a play that had Cheryl Cole in it or Cheryl now. One yeah. Word. yeah. <laughs> uh, the first five minutes I looked at Gemma and I was like, I don't understand this. And she was like, 
yeah like it'll like after a while you know like you just okay. your ears just have to adjust and then yeah. and okay. but you know it was tricky because one guy had this Essex Essex accent she had the Newcastle accent and then you know so it was like Judy yeah oh I get this oh no wait I don't oh I get this oh no wait I don't but it was really good but yeah I'm getting much better at like like landing on my feet earwax yeah. you know <laughs> I always think it's crazy because it's like you were saying it's so small really isn't it especially compared to like the U.S. yeah like, yeah so many realized. different accents just all packed in together yeah uh-huh. <laughs> it's it is so funny and I never when I moved here I didn't know any of this I thought everybody just spoke British the way they did here in South London you know yeah. and I did I did not know that there was like Manchester Newcastle and then did you, know, I, did you know there was Wales? I like, didn't you, know. I thought I did. Did you <laughs> think Wales was part of England? I hate admitting this, but I just thought Wales was a city in in England. I didn't know it was an entire country. Yeah, I think a lot. I think that's most Americans think that we yeah. get that a lot. Good, Is that good. Wales, England? It's yeah. like no, it's like it's like Scotland. You know, it's like yes. a whole separate thing. That's what I mean. Like once like, I nailed all this you know, like the, the Britain thing and the Wales thing. Then we went to Dublin. Mm-hmm. And then okay. after that, we went to Scotland. I'm like, holy. <laughs> you know, I used to think it was funny, like to travel around the U.S. and hear like the Valley Girls in California, the Hillbillies, wow. you know, the Hillbillies <laughs> in the Midwest and Tennessee, you know, the New Yorkers, my stepdad's from Long Island, but never like this because they're so close. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just yeah. a little something that 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 makes it different that catches you, and you're like, oh, but you know, where yeah. over there, you take a New Yorker and you put him with somebody from Tennessee, you know, two completely different accents that are, you right. know, and, and it's it blows your mind. But over here, they're so close yet so different. You know, it was really a struggle, but I'm I'm getting much better. Thank God for television. I don't know any other way. You know, I really, I don't know any other way I would have learned it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I worked in a pub. That helped. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that would help. <laughs> That's it. A couple of years in a pub, not knowing because you guys order by brand, you know? So the first time someone asked me for a Di Serrano and Coke, I was like, say that again? A Di Serrano and Coke. I was just <laughs> like, you know what? After asking them four times, I was like, I'm just going to move out of the way and you point to the bottle. <laughs> And then they pointed, I'm like, oh my God, amaretto. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was like, you know, it was all a learning experience, but you know, that's what living over here is for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, big time. But I just think you, you know, that, that your, your songwriting, your songs are amazing because, you know, they push boundaries and that's, you know, um, we need more of that today, you know, just the, just the, the atmosphere over here in America, you know, is getting, I feel like they're squeezing us tighter and tighter and tighter and we need to push back. And I feel like through music, you know, you guys, you know, pushing yeah. back is, is yeah. great, yeah. A great way to do it. And I think you're going to have an amazing summer if you're playing, you know, a bunch of different pride fests. Like I, I follow the, the, the one you just mentioned um, from Cardiff, which that oh. The big queer picnic. I, f- I think I follow that on Instagram. Okay. And I was looking at it and I was like, this seems like a good filler for the lack of Alfast, you know, like. It's a yeah. Nice- 
transition. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's great for, you know, for you, obviously being in Wales. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple, like there's one in Kefili. I think it's the first year they're doing it. You've like Kefili, what are you talking about? No, but I that, know that from Gogglebox. David oh, Curley. okay. Sure David Curley, yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so um, um, I'm playing at that and then um, kind of a bit further west, a place called Llanelli. No, that Llanelli I have Pride. no. Yeah, nope. Um, which will be cool. And then I'm playing at a festival, which I've never been to. I found it online. Um, but it's called the Queer Spirit Festival. Uh-huh. Oh, that's heaven. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah, and that sounds like it's going to be really cool. Really cool. Like, I think that one's in Devon, you said? Uh, yeah. Oh, that'll be nice. That's a nice area there. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. in a beautiful setting. So, yeah, I think that's going to be a really good one, too. So, oh, that's yeah. good. So, it sounds like your summer is packed. Now, can people go to the website and see what dates and where you're going to be? Do you have them listed yet? No, that's on my to-do list. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I need to update all that, and I will be. Um, and I should say I've got a gig actually coming up in, um, well, I'm, my next one's in Bristol, 21st of May, and then I'm playing this great one in Cardiff. It's a songwriter's round. Um, oh, yeah. That's artist, yeah, I've, I've been to them, but I've, I've never done one before. It's oh. my first round. Yeah, oh, and there's some artists. There's a couple of, I think, three, three from Nashville, and somebody oh, from nice. Canada as well, That's and great. then three of us from nice. Cardiff. It's like two, two sets of rounds. Um, oh, that'll be amazing. So yeah, really looking forward to that one. Have well. you been to Na- Whoa, have you been to Nashville yet? I haven't. No. You want to go? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. I'd <laughs> love to. I've yeah, only yeah. been. Um, I've only been to America once, and I I came um, to go to Mitch Mitch Fest, you know, in Michigan Women's Festival. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Did you Back play? Did you I didn't play. play um, God, I wish I had. Yeah. Oh, actually, I did. There was an open mic. They oh. had an open mic stage, and oh, I think man, you just put yeah. your name in the hat, and you I then. Should... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, yeah, you had to put your name in the hat for the open mic, and if you got picked out, you could play. And I, luckily enough, I did, and I did a couple of songs actually. Oh, which that's I cool. But it was back in I think two thousand and nine, and basically because I'm a big um, Melissa Ferrick fan, and I'm yeah. a, I'm a huge Indigo Girls fan. Yeah, um, I've sung with them actually. That's another story. Um, <laughs> but I'm also a big fan of Amy Ray's solo stuff. And I was just saying to my friend, I was like, I don't think Amy Ray solo or Melissa Farrick will ever tour in the UK. Like two of my favorite artists, I don't think I'll ever get to see. They obviously tour a lot in America. Yeah. But they don't seem to be ever coming to Britain. And my friend was, and I said, but they're both playing at this festival in Michigan. And my friend was like, well, let's just go. Let's just put <laughs> on a credit yeah, card and go then. And so yeah, we did. Yeah. That's, that's a good time, yeah. I, I submitted to that. This was the first year I remembered early enough to submit because I usually forget and then the, the due date comes, the deadline comes and goes and I'm like, oh, I forgot. But I did not get chosen. However, <laughs> I may go anyway and do the open mic. That's a good idea. No, they do I, an online show. Did you know about the online show? If you no. go to their website, you can do a show online. It's not, I'm sorry, it's not a show. It's a, um, it's an open mic online. 
And it's just something to have part of their audience hear you. It's a very small community, though, that part of the community cool. that does That's that. a good idea. But, yeah, but I it's something. See, I didn't think that festival happened anymore, though. I thought that yeah. had stopped as well. I think they rebranded it. The Ohio, you know what? I'm wrong. You're right. It's the Ohio Women's Festival, not the Michigan. Oh, the Ohio. Okay. Ohio. And yeah, then, Michigan um, ran, it changed. Um, they got didn't they get funny about trans women or something like that? I Was think so. Because, yeah, yeah, they had the the word the Y in the word women. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a shame. Um, but also, you should look at. Um, <laughs> we had Andrea Meyerson on the show. Women on on the net. Um, dot com. They have shows you can do online concerts for artists such as yourself. And my okay. women on the net, you're right. Yeah. And cool. that gets you, you know, exposure to people who are um, in uh, all over the country, all over the world, really. But, you know, to uh, hear your music and you do oh, like a half great. hour and then do a Q&A afterwards and you do it in your house, you know, in your living room or wherever. Oh, cool. Yeah. When we had, that's when that's we, had Melissa, we had Melissa Farrick on the show uh, early, early last year, I think. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I I don't remember if she. I I know she was just starting getting back into live gigs again because she took a break and did some teaching. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I don't think she mentioned the UK. It's a dip. It it is a. It's a tough business, you guys. It is. I'm, like, I'm happy just being a podcaster. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to get you know, skin. I, yeah, I do think it's all about getting the word out, you know, and, and you start locally and you grow and you grow, you know, and, and I think by doing, you know, um, because I, man, one thing I will say about living over here is the Brits love a music festival, don't they? Summertime music festivals. It's like, they're out, they're out there, man. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, 30 degrees (laughs) there, that which was like around 90, Jay. That, like, they like Americans in their in their music festival. Like, do I have a chance of coming over and playing in a festival, or is it? Yeah, I'd love to come over there. There's so many. I mean, it's just yeah. it's, it's overwhelming yeah. how many festivals there are, and all the different kinds. You know, like yeah. you you're saying, like there's, you know, um, I mean, pride aside. You know, like yeah. after June, you know, then you've got July and August. And that's, I mean, there's just so many. There's camping ones. There's, you know, um, music in the park ones. There, I mean, they're just, you know, whatever. Like little mini Glastonbury's popping up everywhere. Yeah. Like it's just, it's crazy. But yeah, I think, um, I think it'd be amazing. Like a, it'd be a cool crossover. You yeah. know, Georgia going to the States, JD coming over here. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> we're touring together. Yeah, we yeah. are here. <laughs> together. You and Kay in the U.S. together. <laughs> yeah, why not? Really. A couple good. of dates in the States, a couple of dates over here. I think it would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, totally. I feel like your your styles would complement each other. Yeah, I was thinking that okay. when I was listening to your music yeah. before. Yeah, definitely. I am. I'm looking forward to it. I hope I can catch a gig over the summer. It'd be amazing. That would be cool. Yeah. What? How far is Devon from you? Maybe too far, is it? I mean, yeah, I haven't got anything in London. Yeah. No. What about? I was there uh, the other day, actually, but yeah. 
How about Brighton? Do you ever do anything in Brighton? I love Brighton. I, I know it's so fun. But, I was yeah, just no, down I, there this I, weekend. I've not played there, but um, yeah, I would love to. I mean, it's just it's a thing, isn't it? Again, you know, touring. It's just expensive, isn't it? Yeah, putting and putting yeah. everything and then getting together. people to come out to shows when they when they haven't heard of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But yeah. even if they have, it's hard work. You know, a lot of people are finding it hard work. You know, even yeah. artists who are way further up than me have, have right. had to cancel because they're not selling enough tickets because you know people. Some people still don't want to go out because of COVID, or they still yeah. don't want to be enclosed with people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, inside venue. In. Right. Yeah. Um, and then just money. People haven't got the money to be. Yeah. And I it. do think it's difficult for like a one off kind of thing. You know, like you're asking people to spend money on a ticket, you know, where they're not and they're not familiar, you know, but yeah. you had like three nights somewhere and the people mm -hmm. that showed up to night one told p other people about it. And then oh, you get yeah. more people on night two. And then they, you know, go, oh, I'm going to go on night three, but we're going to bring so-and-so because I think they'll really like it. And you have yeah. more people, like if instead of one-offs, I think like it's, and, and nobody does that anymore. Like venues. That's, that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good, um, I think, yeah. I was listening to a podcast actually with a guy and I think he was in the same venue for like a week and he was doing oh. something slightly different. I think maybe it was, it was covers as well, but yeah. like a different theme each night. And then, yeah people came the first night came back and then yeah. brought people and so on yeah that's a great yeah that's a great idea yeah if i owned a venue i would do that i would book people Bad. for three nights <laughs> minimum three nights <laughs> yeah i'd be it'd be it'd be amazing honestly it's a, it's you know i don't i i wish i had the skills to do something like that it'd be so cool but uh unfortunately yeah. i do not so all i can do is just support by listening and so <laughs> We need you. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like been... I... Otherwise, we're playing in our living room, right? So, <laughs> which isn't awful. I mean, right. I would, it'd be amazing to just know that you're, you know, sitting there in pajama bottoms playing. <laughs> you know? What's that? Like, you don't really have to get dressed up for it. Well, JD, you would. Because <laughs> you're never not in your, in your full, you know, thing. But like if it were me, I'd be playing in pajama bottoms and, and uh, my branded t-shirt. Yeah. And my branded t-shirt would say with pajama bottoms. Yes. There she is. There it is. I love the fireplace in the background. That's the shot right there. That was the money shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do now with Zoom, right? You yeah. No, that's true. That is true. Yeah. I had to, I did have to like kick, kick myself in the ass, you know, like the, the first couple of months of, of lockdown and say, no, you know, like the, you're, you're not doing this. You are getting, you're wearing jeans and clothes. You like, you're wearing normal clothing <laughs> every day, or you're going to be like a pajama. Oh, well done. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I still, I still struggle with it, but I, I make it a point every day, <laughs> every day to get out, but not slippers. No. I've been wearing slippers for three years now. If you don't keep wearing jeans, because with the stretchy pants, you just don't know. Don't realize it, right. Realize right? It. Did you see um, somebody <laughs> somewhere? You didn't get that yet, right? Some, I didn't get the new season yet. I didn't get the yeah. new season yet, yeah. She said something about that. She goes, her, her friend says, uh, 
his pants got tight because he gained weight. He's like, as much as I've been walking, my pants got tight. My pants are still tight. And she goes, oh, you got to do what I do. Get the stretchy pants. You never know what's going on with these babies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was my fear. That was my fear. But it got the better of me. And I was like, nope, back in jeans. But um, <laughs> oh, you guys, listen, I know we're keeping you up like really, really late there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're going to let you go, but we've had so much fun uh, getting to know you a little bit better and uh, picking apart your song. <laughs> well, me too. Me too. I've, it's been such a treat. And thank, first, thank you for asking me to come on in the first place. It's just so nice to be asked, you know. Um, Aww. Yeah, just... I'm always on the lookout for, I, you know, like we always say, like the whole goal of having, you know, a, an LGBTQ positive uh, podcast is to shine a spotlight on artists that people might not know, you know, or, you know, or, or no one like, you know, so either yeah. way, win-win for us. So we're yeah. glad that, we're glad that you could you. do it. And thank you for like, yeah, for picking apart the song with me and for your input on that <laughs> and for your thoughts about merch, like as well, it's been really valuable. Thank you so much. Oh, good. Well, I hope you're okay with us, like putting that song on the end of our- Yeah. God, why not? It's going to be an exclusive. It's going to be the exclusive. First I feel broadcast. good about this. I feel yeah, good why not? That. Let's no, start gonna... it now. I think what we need to do too is like really uh, ask our listeners and viewers to drop comments in about it and give you That's some cool. feedback yeah. and let you know what they think of it. So yeah. that would be great. Oh, and then you can check back be. and see them. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that would be perfect. Great. We're giving them homework this time around. I love it. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Listen, you have a great night, and uh, and I'm we'll sure. we'll keep in touch. And I'm like I said, I'm going to send you a DJ's name, but okay, that'd be a fun way to go with that. Yeah. That, side project. You know, little side hustle. Yeah. yeah why great. not? I'll okay. get. We'll have to be in touch about the UK US uh, tour. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Looking forward to it. I yeah. think it should be. I think it should be intimate. It should be a pub tour. Yep, I love it. I'm yeah. there. Pub tour. Already got the passport. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Oh, All right, you ladies, have a lovely night. Thank you again so much for doing this. Thank you. Bye bye now.
Show. Sure. 